You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Kansas State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all the things going down in Manhattan. The latest news, top stories, and insider perspectives to keep you in the know. Make sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss anything. Three Maw is proudly presented by Holiday Distillery and their vast assortment of spirits. And now, the latest episode of Three Maw. Welcome to another Three Maw pod. We are joined by a special guest today, K-State men's basketball associate head coach, Yurik Malagy has joined us on the pod. It's just myself, Cole Manbeck, on the show today with Coach Malagy, but I'm sure all of you won't miss Derek and John too much as they've got conflicts tonight. We're going to have some fun and we're going to catch up on some K-State basketball. Before we dive in, have to thank our friends at Holiday Distillery. Once again, as always, get geared up for your tailgate as football season is right around the corner. We're in August now, so uh, K-State Athletics, time to shine again. We got football coming in less than a month. We got K-State basketball coming uh, right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. So get stocked up with your Ben Holiday bottled in Bond bourbon and 360 vodka. Coach Malagy, thank you so much for jumping on with us again, man. No, Cole, th- thanks for having me, man. It's always fun to be on on this podcast and and uh, just appreciative of your time tonight. Well, hey, the first and only time we had you on was, I think, August of last year. Um, you guys had gone through having five, six guys on the roster and, and fulfilling that roster, I think, close to around that time when we had you on. So just looking back, rewinding on last season, what was the experience like? for you to go through the season with that group of guys and all the success you guys had? Um, well, I mean, obviously it was, it was a special year. Uh, blessed to be a part uh, of that. Um, it's one of the, it's the best uh, year that I've had in terms of coaching, not just from winning, but just how much fun and how much t- um, we got a chance to experience just as a, as a staff, as a program um, with a special group of, of, of players. Um, and obviously, uh, we're all blessed to to get a chance to live life with Coach Tang uh, and him being able to lead this program and, you know, him be able to be recognized as well as as uh, the best uh, coach in the country uh, was special. Um, these fans that we got a chance to be embraced by uh, this community, this school, um, it was it was just really cool to be a part of. Um, it started with two players and I actually talked to you all when I first got the job, I, I believe when we, uh, back in March. And then, um, you know, we came a long way from March to last August. Um, but just to, to, to see uh, how much growth, um, you know, we've been fortunate to, to, to you know, continue to keep, continue to keep building. Um, and, and, and our quest to eventually win a national championship has just been a blessing. I know you guys have a, a ton of faith and belief in yourselves as a staff and yet a ton of belief in your guys. But as you look back to last year, do you do you even find yourself a bit surprised and taken aback at the, what you were able to accomplish? You know, we knew we would not finish 10th place. Right. We, we laughed at that. Um, and I actually I, I thought that the fact that we were picked so low would give coach a great chance to be at least the Big 12 coach of the year. I don't know about the national coach of the year. Um I don't think any of us thought that we had, you know, two All-Americans. Um, we thought that we had a couple All-Conference guys uh, for sure, um, you know, but uh, to have two and, and the only school in the country to have two uh, was special. Um, and then, I mean, I, I, I mean, just 
credit to our guys, but also our, our, our staff, you know, just top to bottom is one of the most elite staffs I've been a part of. You have our top seven guys have the best year that they've ever had in college basketball. That was special. Um, just from a statistical standpoint, um, we thought we had an NCAA tournament team. Um, when we got those last pieces. I think we signed Keontae and Anthony Thomas the day before school started. Um, but I don't think uh, we thought that we were for sure that we had a, an elite eight team. Um, and then as the season, I think probably Cayman Islands after that, 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 that tournament, uh, we got a chance to win that NTE out there. You know, we start feeling like, man, hey, this this team could do some special things. And obviously, Big 12, you know, came rolling around. Uh, we had a gutsy home win against West Virginia, then went on the road um, and beat Texas um, in, in, a, in a thriller. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we got a chance to to beat Baylor at Baylor. And I think that gave us some confidence that, man, you know, we're really one of the best teams in the country. And, you know, we had a legitimate chance to, to win a national championship. It's it's funny because I, I look back and I think about when we talked to you in August and you we asked you about Keontae specifically and you said you think he could become a, a 40% three-point shooter. Well, he, he shoots 42% from three last year. You were prophetic there. You raved about Marquise Noel and what he could potentially be and talked about Chris Beard, you know, when you were at Texas and him being one of his favorite dudes. Mm -hmm. Just how special was it coaching those two guys and what they were able to do? They were even better than, than than I even thought they would be. You know, um, obviously Keontae hadn't played in two years, uh, and so just talking to uh, the Florida staff, um, you know, we always thought, man, if he could just be, you know, 75, 80% of who he was, then, you know, he would be, you know, a, a second-team all-conference guy, you know. Um, but, you know, the, the goal – when we recruited him was for him to, to have an opportunity to come in and be the best version of himself and position himself to be able to, to get in the NBA. And I thought he did everything that he could possibly do. He, you know, we knew that as a staff, we watched him in AAU and, and watched him there in Florida as well. He was a guy that could really shoot the ball. And, you know, I knew how much time he had been, you know, putting into the gym and guys that were working with him uh, in these last years. And, um, you know, we felt like, you know, just with the work that he would put in, but also the work we would put in, we could, you know, get him really efficient um, and 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 get it to where he could, you know, shoot at, at that caliber. And so he was able to do that. We thought Marquise was the toughest guy, you know, in the league, pound for pound. I still think last year he was still the toughest guy. Um, never thought in a million years that he would be the Bob Cousy Award winner. Uh, but, you know, credit to him, man, because he really bought into – what Coach Tang and his staff uh, preached every day and um, had a really special year uh, just from an assist to turnover ratio, but also just a leadership standpoint, you know, just taking that next step. He's always been an ultra competitive uh, guy, but uh, two special guys that will be uh, Wildcat legends for a long time. Well, I guess since we're talking about them, we got to look forward to the future. How do you go about filling their shoes? Is Can you do that as you look ahead to this next season? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think, you know, we don't want those guys, you know, sometimes the media tries to spin it that way, you know, where it's, you know, Tyler Perry, you know, replacing Marquise or, you know, Arthur Kaluma replacing, you know, Keontae. Man, we're going we're gonna to do it as a team. You know, last year's team was uh, a special group. And, you know, we built this team strategically again to, to compete. 
uh, for a national championship. You know, Phoenix is the goal. Um, we've got a, a bunch of guys now that uh, have won at a high level, guys that have transferred in, but also that return off an Elite Eight team and got a chance to experience that. And so um, we just want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be, and we're going to do it as a team. You know, it's you know to lose two guys of that magnitude is a lot, but, you know, I don't think you can just replace those two guys just with, you know, any two players, you know. Um, but I think um, what we'll see is that we'll be a lot deeper uh, this year. Uh, we'll have a lot of guys uh, that can – I don't know if we'll have two of the top three scores in the, in the Big 12 like we did last year, but we'll still be able to score the ball. We'll still be fun to watch. We'll play with a lot of pace. Uh, and defensively, we'll, we'll get after as well. I think a question a lot of K-State fans probably want to know, Coach, and you share whatever you feel like you can share, but Coach Tang has talked about wanting to, to fill all 13 spots on the roster uh, you guys are at 11 right now, so you got two spots open. I think that his goal was eventually to have it filled before you guys go on the the foreign tour here to Israel, which is coming up around the corner. But do do you think or foresee you guys are going to be able to fill the the remaining two spots? You guys have I'm not obviously I know you can't name names, but where where do things kind of stand with the transfer portal? Oh, I, I can tell you, Cole, we're definitely active in the portal. Uh, still a lot of moving parts. Uh, it's a new day and age in college basketball. You know, the last three rosters I've been a part of uh, last year, our first year at Kansas State, and then, you know, uh, my, my only year at Texas, um, we were able to fill roster spots all the way to August, you know. So, I mean, I think this is kind of the, the new standard. There's a lot of high major teams in the country. Um, quite frankly, a lot of top 25 teams that are still have a scholarship or two still available. Um, and so for us, we just – we, we like the, the, the freshmen that we signed, really excited about that class. Um, we, we love the two transfers we were able to get in the portal. We think we got two of the best transfers in the portal. Um, and just want to, you know, if add a dude that can help us, you know, that's going to be able to move the needle. Um, and so we would like to try to get another a guard um, and, and another big out of the transfer portal, uh, if possible, if they present themselves. If not, then... You know, we love the group that we have right now and, and know that we have an NCAA tournament team and, you know, just be prepared to really max these guys out. Before we before we go to break, Coach, just one more question talking about the portal. I, I know the portal can be very challenging. Is it difficult to figure out or gauge which guys are, are genuinely interested in a school versus guys that are maybe using a school as leverage for for NIL or including their name in their recruitment to try and leverage maybe a, a bigger NIL deal. I'm just curious what your thoughts are from that angle. Yeah. I mean, you know, I only can talk about our staff. Um, it's a lot of, you know, we, we say all the time, it's a lot of different ways to get the four. Uh, but for us, man, we try to, you know, um, really dig into these guys that we're recruiting in the portal. Um, you know, quite frankly, just like an NBA team would do, you know, in terms of getting, you know, background intel and just trying to figure out exactly who they are as people. Um, obviously, you can see their talent through the screen, but just, you know, what their circle is about, what makes them tick. Are they addicted to the game? Do they want to win? Do they have a servant heart? Would they thrive in a community like Manhattan, Kansas? Uh, and then, you know, just being able to figure out, you know, would they fit uh, into our culture? Um, and so, um, 
you know, sometimes, you know, we, you have to pass on guys that may be talented enough, but they're, they're not trying to transfer for the right reasons. And we're fine with that. You know, as you know, coach says all the time, you know, we're not going to be able to get everybody, but we don't want to take the wrong guys. You take the wrong guys, they'll beat you every single day. You know, you miss on, you know, a really good player. Maybe you only can, you know, beat you twice a year, but you miss and take the wrong guy. You know, that guy beats you every single day, you know, uh, in the locker room. And then, you know, if he's not good enough on, on the court as well. So um, definitely keeping the bar high um, and, you know, never going to take anybody that's not going to help us uh, in our quest to win championships. All right. Well, before we go to break, we uh, we have to tell our listeners, Coach, about our friends at Home Field Apparel, which just saw Coach Tang uh, rocking a Home Field Apparel lavender shirt when he was on the football field with some uh, offensive lineman recruits, uh, I think, last Friday, actually. I know Jerome Tang's a a big home field apparel wear. I, I think I've probably seen you in home field apparel gear too, coach. They're one of our friends and supporters on the three mob podcast. So have to tell our listeners to get out there home field apparel, a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis have over 150 colleges to choose from across the country, uh, specifically K state. They've got, I think nearly 30 items on there. They've done two big K state drops of apparel over the last couple of years I'm currently wearing a, a lavender home field apparel shirt underneath my uh, current pullover as well. I've got seven, I've said before, stocked up in my closet, super comfortable, great fit. Get out to homefieldapparel.com, stock up. And actually, if you use the code EMAW23, E-M-A-W-23, you can score 15% off your entire order of your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com. So go check it out. Get ready for K-State football, K-State basketball, and rock that home field gear. We'll go to break. And we're going to come back and talk about looking ahead to K-State basketball here in the 2023-24 season. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, we're back with K-State Men's Basketball Associate Head Coach Yurik Malagi, who, congrats, Coach, second straight year. Uh, you've been named as one of the top 50 most impactful high major Division One basketball assistant coaches by Silver Waves Media. You're one of just five Big 12 assistants. So just wanted to congratulate you on that honor. We, we think so highly of you at K-State and are so appreciative to have you here, man. No, I, I appreciate that. i definitely humbled to be on that list uh, with so many great coaches, but I, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I I, everybody on our staff, I felt, should have been on that list. Uh, we just got a, a a very talented, talented group of individuals that that all impact winning every single day, and I'm I'm just fortunate to be uh, a small part of that. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about the 23-24 team. We've talked about the transfer portal and everything. Let's talk about some of the guys, and you've already hit on a few of them. But let's start with Naquan Tomlin coming back for senior year, went through the NBA draft evaluation process. What what kind of feedback did you guys get about Naquan and about where he maybe needs to improve and, and where he's currently at? Well, a lot of NBA teams are excited about Naquan, obviously just his upside and uh, the, his potential. I mean, he's a definitely an NBA player, um, but he's a guy that, you know, a lot of teams wanted him to come back to school and get stronger, which he's working really hard in the weight room with Phil. Uh, in that manner, he, he got a lot stronger from Chipola uh, to this past season and is trying to make another huge jump um, with just his body. Uh, and then he's a guy that, you know, is working really hard to, you know, um, 
to shoot more threes, but also be able to uh, make them at a high rate, you know, where he can, you know, shoot, you know, anywhere from 37 to 40% from three and show teams he can be uh, efficient uh, there. Uh, but just, you know, consistently showing his versatility. You know, I think teams want to see it this year. He can maybe stay out of foul trouble a little bit more and show his versatility defensively and just his prowess on the glass, both offensively and defensively. So I know he's excited to do that. He's, he's, uh, I used to tell Jareem during the games last year, like, man, this dude, if, if, if we do get him to come back, he is going to be, I think he's going to make a huge jump. Um, and I think the entire country is, is waiting to see that. I think he'll be one of the most versatile guys in the country and hardest guards to the to, hardest people in the country to defend. I always think back to when we were at Big 12 basketball media days here in Kansas City and we had Coach Tang on the podcast. He said Naquan could be the most talented dude he's ever coached. And you certainly see it when you watch him. What do you think his ceiling could be? It's, 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 the sky's the limit, whatever he wants to be. You know what I mean? It's all – I mean, he's – this is only, I think, this fifth year that he's going to play organized basketball. He's coming into his fifth year, which is, 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 is crazy to think about, you know. Um, you know, I mean, it's a 6'10 a guy that's got a seven-plus wingspan. Yeah. So versatile, he can dribble, pass, and shoot. And, you know, uh, he's a very smart basketball player. He can digest the scouting report and, you know, remembers plays at a high rate. And so, um, you know, his, 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 his future is, I mean, the sky's the limit, you know, for him. You know, if one day, you know, Naquan Tomlin end up being an NBA all-star, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. You know, I, I think he's that talented. Tyler Perry, the first guy you land out of the transfer portal from North Texas. Just what have you seen from Tyler since he's gotten on campus and what can he do for this team? Well, first of all, he's just, he's just an unbelievable kid or young man, I should say. Uh, he's just, a, you know, it just can light up the room with his personality. Um, and then obviously, you know, he was we found out he was in the portal. He was, you know, you know, our, one of the top guys we wanted to get just because of. Uh, his winning pedigree, you know, won a national championship in JUCO, uh, won a conference, two conference championships in, at North Texas, won an NIT championship, but he was the player of the year, uh, the player of the year in the conference uh, this past year. Just a winner. You know, he's won everywhere he's been. Um, and and I think that that, that winning DNA is going to help us. He's never been to the NCAA tournament. Uh, I know that was a big reason why he wanted to come here and he wanted to you know, uh, following the shoes of, you know, what Marquise and these guys, Keontae and those guys were able to do last year. And so um, I know he had a great relationship with Desi Seals, you know, some of his family members with that Arkansas connection as well. So, and then obviously we had the cheat code just with, you know, Dream was, you know, close to Met North Texas and could, could speak on everything that, um, that you would want to know about a player in terms of his, the intangibles and you know when he get he's on campus you see that every day you know i think uh he's a guy that'd be a natural leader for us yeah we, we had him on the pod and everything he said coach really resonated and he sounded like a guy that you guys would have coveted just on on his personality and his character but also you know i saw you at the, the jerome tang father-son basketball camp as well and tyler worked with the kids so much and I can tell you that just a lot of the parents and myself included were really blown away by how much of a leader he was. Like you could just tell by the way he worked with kids and the patience he had, like that's a dude that's got the intangibles and, and everything you want to kind of be that floor general. 
Absolutely. He's, he's special, man. He has the it factor. Uh, man, we're very blessed to have him. He's going to have a, a big year. I know, I know just talking to him today, he was just like, man, coach, I can't wait to show people. Uh, you know, I don't think I get enough credit defensively, you know, what I'm able to do. And, you know, um, I said, well, man, every game's going to be nationally televised this year. So it won't, you don't have to worry about, you know, any of those ESPN three games, no knock on North Texas, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. you know, he's going to get a chance to, you know, have to play against some of the best point guards in the country night in and night out in the Big 12. So I know I know he's excited about that challenge. Yeah, and as we've said on here before, like you're going to play in McCaslin's system in North Texas. you got to be able to play some defense. His defensive rating was was really good, too, down there. So, yeah, totally see it. Hey, uh, Arthur Kaluma, transfer from Creighton, obviously a big-time get. Like I, I've watched Arthur Kaluma a lot, you know, a lot of Creighton games I watched. I watched him scorch BYU in a game uh, in the non-con this year. And when he entered the portal and I, I heard he was going to take a visit to K-State, I was, I was pretty darn excited. What What is Arthur Kaluma's ceiling and, and where does he need to maybe take that next step? What can he do for this team? Well, I, I think Arthur Kaluma and Naquan both are two of the most talented players in the country, you know, and have they both have All-American type talent, um, you know, and so – you know, for him, you know, I think a lot of NBA teams want to see if he can be uh, even more efficient this year, you know, leaving, the, you know, Creighton and transferring here, um, be a guy that can be a lockdown defender, uh, really guard his position and, 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 and be a relentless rebounder as well. You know, and so um, I think he's, you know, uh, he understands he has to be more consistent. Um, and I think he's excited about, you know, to doing that, you know. Uh, the great thing that I love about Coach Tang is, man, it, we, he's going to coach our best players the hardest. So, uh, you know, those guys are going to, you know, get it from not just Coach Tang, but our entire staff and just be challenged uh, every day, but not in a demeaning way, but where we love them and hold them accountable and coach them from a place of love. And I think he's excited about uh, about that, you know. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, the sky's the limit for Kaluma as well, man. I mean, his versatility – um, both offensively and defensively is is one that we're really excited about. Do, do you guys see him and Tomlin just interchangeable in the three and the four uh, on the court, or do you guys even label a three and a four? We we don't even try to get into the numbers things, man. They're, they're, they're basketball players, you know, and yeah. uh, we'll be able to move them all around uh, the floor. Um, they'll be able to guard anybody, you know, uh, one through five. You know, we, we switch a lot anyways, and so – um, I just think they're going to be really hard for teams. You know, I thought this year, you know, teams walked in, you know, to games and, you know, had to decide how you're going to, you know, game plan for Keontae and Naquan. And I think um, it, it'll be that same type of headache next year for opponents, you know, trying to prepare for Naquan and, and Arthur Kaluma. You mentioned the freshmen earlier. I, I, Coach Tang has said in the past he likes to redshirt some of his freshmen and obviously redshirted Dorian last year and Taj redshirted as well. Do you foresee the uh, uh, a situation where all three freshmen play this year, coach, or do you think you redshirt maybe one or two? I'm not going to ask you to name a name of one you might think you redshirt, but, but what kind of impact maybe could a couple of these freshmen have on this season? Well, we never determined playing time. I mean, the, pl the players would be the ones to do that. Uh, and it's way too early to even yeah. talk about redshirt and, um, you know, I think we have the freshmen that are come in and like most typical freshmen understand exactly how hard they have to work and uh, the speed of the game is totally different. Those guys are adjusting, 
but all three are really, really talented guys. You know, um, R.J. Jones is a guy that has always been a shot maker um, that can also play in a ball screen and get and, and get offense. Uh, you know, Michaela Bridge, we call him Buddy. Buddy's, you know, just physical specimen. Uh, that's just a freak athlete. Um, this very, very strong and bullish around the rim um, and can shoot it better than people think. And then Dede Ames, you know, his, his ability to be able to get to spots and his speed and quickness, he's very elusive. Um, he could be a, a, a lockdown defender, but also a guy that is going to really help us at the point guard position and, and just being another ball, primary ball handler and a playmaker uh, out there. And so all three of those guys have been playing a high level. Uh, so far uh, in this early journey and it getting better every single day um, and definitely in the conversation uh, every day in the office of guys that could potentially be in our top eight, top nine rotation. Um, and then the last two guys, a freshman that we registered, Taj Manning's had a great offseason. Uh, he's working really hard, just a junkyard doll. Uh, Dorian Finister's a 6'5", 6'6", big physical guard that, that can do a lot of things uh, and it's gotten a lot better. Um, and, and really bought into working and, and, and putting the man hours in the gym. So uh, all those guys have promise and promise and futures. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Just a few more, Coach, and we'll get you out of here. Thank you so much for for jumping on with us. So you guys leave on a foreign tour next week over to Israel for, I think, 10 days. Uh, Probably going to play, I think, up to three games. Have you been on one of these foreign tours before? I have. I I went uh, with Texas Tech uh, my very first year. I guess that's been about three three or four years ago. We went to – Atlantis in the Bahamas. Uh, nice. It was it was a great experience. Jemias Ramsey was a freshman. That was actually his come out party. Uh, it was a few NBA scouts that were there. 
Um, and I think Jemias was the freshman of the year, his freshman year in the Big 12. But uh, the first game, he had six points. The second game, he had 44 uh, in front of NBA scouts. And it kind of just kind of took off from there. But uh, it's, it's definitely a great experience to be able to bond with your team, um, see a lot of different lineups, guys getting a chance to get used to each other and the system, both offensively, defensively. And so it'd be a great, great experience for us. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you, what, what do you look to take away from a trip like this? Do you look more of the on the court stuff and how they play together in these games, or is it more about the, the chemistry and the bonding off the court where you get really close knit as a locker room over that trip? I think we'll try to take advantage of both. You know, um, I think there would be some lifelong lasting memories. Um, and then Coach Tang is the best that I've ever worked for in terms of the understanding the balance uh, in this. And so this is a, a lifetime opportunity to be able to go to Israel and uh, uh, to, to the Holy Land and be able to experience Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. And then also, you know, we're going to get a chance to go to Abu Dhabi. Um, and so, um, we're getting a chance to make history. We'll be the first team to go from Israel over to, to Abu Dhabi. Um, and so uh, it's going to be a really cool experience, something that we'll never forget. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm excited because a lot of the young guys are going to get a chance to, to get a lot of playing time. Um, David uh, Gassan, who we're really, really excited about, he's gotten a lot bigger. He's actually playing with his national team with the Netherlands. Um, and so I don't think he's going to make the trip with us, but it's going to open up the opportunities for some of these other younger guys, the Jarrell Colbert, that red shirted that we're excited about. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, also a uh, Cam Carter. We haven't really talked about him tonight, but, uh, you know, he's going to be in a different role, you know, as a guy that as a returner started every game for us uh, on an Elite 18 that I'm just telling you right now, he's going to be in the conversation for the most improved player in the Big 12. Uh, I said it here first. I mean, he's, He's, he's working his butt off, um, and we're all excited about the year that he's going to have. He's going to kill it this year. Coach, you took the words right out of my, out of my mouth. On my bulleted list of questions, I had Cam next to ask you about because I was going to be remiss, but you just kind of told us uh, what to expect from Cam this year. Look, uh, Cam kind of gets sometimes lost in the mix from people like myself, but you start every game on a team that went to an Elite Eight. You're a pretty darn good player, and, and last year was really his first year of getting to play much in college basketball. So yeah, we're certainly excited to see what Cam can do. Um, hey, couple fun ones, but also want to just ask you, so we've seen the video actually just came out tonight, K-State basketball Twitter account and Instagram posted the video of Dean Wade, Keontae back, uh, Mike McGurl, et cetera. So you guys are doing a vets week. And yep. so I want to give you an opportunity just to, to tell the listeners what, what that is and what your guys' goal is, it, you know, it's the first time I've actually heard of something like that going down with K-State basketball. Pretty cool deal. No, it's, it's really cool. It's my first time ever being a part of it. And uh, Coach Tang and uh, that staff down with Coach Drew and, and those guys at Baylor, we do it every single year um, uh, where they would bring a lot of their former NBA and, and pro guys back uh, for a week to kind of, you know, scrimmage against the guys, and, you know, share life lessons and hang out and have dinner um, and just a real brotherhood type type experience. And so this year, uh, this week is actually our first year having a vet week here um, at, at K-State. And to, so to have all these guys come back and uh, play against our guys and, you know, jump in workouts with them and that kind of thing. And uh, it's been it's been a cool experience. I know our guys are, are excited to, to see Keontae back and some of these other guys, Barry Brown, you know, all, the, all these guys, Dean Wade, they all 
are so gracious to us every time they come back. And um, just, man, it, it's, it's great for our guys to experience and, and see the, you know, hear those guys talk about their experiences um, and, and uh, you know, share their knowledge with these guys. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Do you have a favorite moment or a game from last season that really stands out to you? Man, I, I mean, it's easy for me to say the Michigan State game. You know, uh, it's my first time in my career advancing to the Elite Eight uh, personally. Um, and then obviously, you know, for those guys, you know, we have so many guys from New York, you know, Taki and uh, Marquise and Ish and Naquan, those guys being able to go back home. Uh, but to see how many Kansas State fans showed up to Madison Square Garden is my favorite venue uh, to play in uh, personally. Um, and so that 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 was definitely one of them um, to beat KU at, at at home was was special. Um, I know you said one, but oh, you can name as many as you want. Coach. I, I would I would uh, <laughs> I would say uh, it was probably the, the coolest senior night that I've ever been a part of in all the years that I've been coaching uh, against Oklahoma. Uh, one I'll never forget. Um I don't know if I've ever been that emotional at a senior night, but it just kind of talks about the the family um, atmosphere and and the kid, just the togetherness that we have. And Coach talks about all the time the love, the joy, the togetherness that we have. And, um, to know that that was going to be the last home game uh, with this special group of guys uh, that was that was. I actually watched the game the other day. I actually watched the game. The other day. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, and just a special group. It was a special year. I mean, there's a lot of great moments. Uh, to go to Texas and win um, was special for me, selfishly. Uh, it's my first time ever beating Baylor. Uh, so that, getting that win at Baylor was was pretty cool. Um, all the wins. I liked all the wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think we all can agree on that. Uh, the Oklahoma game on senior night, I think I said it on this show um, right after that. And, and it wasn't really a heat of the moment thing. It was a top five moment for me. And I've been going to Bramlage Coliseum and K-State game since the early nineties. And, uh, it was really special when coach Tang sent you guys all into the stands. Yeah, that was great. Seeing Keontae in the cowboy hat with the students throwing it on him, you know, man, it was, that was a big time. It was, it was an awesome moment. Um, Hey, I'm trying to, you know, as I think I I saw a video today of, uh, coach Tang, uh, I think, he was, is, is it wakeboarding? Is it, uh, you know, he was riding behind the back of a boat. Like where, where were you at on that? I just, were you- I just found out I was driving the boat. You were driving the boat. No, I'm just playing. I was like, I didn't, I didn't see you on the boat. In the no, video. But, and so I, I just found out carp was telling me coach was supposed to get on the surfboard, but it just never quite worked out that way. Um, <laughs> but he's still a lot braver than me. I, I, I couldn't have been back there. So that was, that was uh, he still looked pretty skillful to me. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to figure out because I mean I've, I've been out of the water. That's what I would have looked like too. I mean I would have just been hanging on in my stomach. I can't get up on skis or anything behind a boat. But I, I was wondering if you were uh, you happened to be out there. Hey, you um, you tweeted after the Kentucky win in the NCAA tournament for the culture. Yeah. Did, did that win maybe take on a little extra significance for you? It's obviously the Sweet Sixteen, but beating a program like Kentucky, what did that mean to you guys as a staff? Yeah, well, I, I think it was it's one of those things that, um, you know, you have – when we played Kentucky, it was the only – it was a standalone game in the NCAA tournament. Um, 
which you don't really get a chance to to experience that in the tournament. You know, normally it's three or four of the games going on. And so for us to play a program of that magnitude, um, you know, and, you know, us being a, a program on the rise, you know, for us to get a, that, that type of win, um, you know, uh, that late in the season, I thought was just huge uh, for, for, for the state of the program. Um, and so um, Calipari, uh, it's one of the best coaches in the country. We got a ton of respect for him. Uh, and so, you know, I know, you know, coach won't say it, but I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was to be able to go head to head with coach Calipari on that. And, and that, you know, that stage to be able to get to sweet 16 was, you know, it was, you know, just, it was very um, exciting to say the least. Well, as I said, one of my favorite stats after the Michigan state game, I think you guys beat five, had five wins against national championship coaches last year. Beat Tom Izzo, beat John Calipari, beat Bill Self, you beat Coach Drew twice. Uh, we all love Coach Drew, but, you know, just really an incredible feat in year one. And, uh, Coach, I just can't thank you enough for everything that you and the staff, Coach Tang, and everyone at Dream, Coach Harp, you know, Coach Winchester. I mean, I can just go down the list. I don't want to leave you guys off. We had Coach Byer on last week on the pod. All of you guys are great. I just want you to know how much we appreciate the heck out of you guys and, and what you're doing for the program and cannot wait to be back in Bramlage cheering these guys on again this year. Cole, we appreciate you, man. That Octagon of Doom will be rocking. I know we're looking looking forward to it. So season season ticket sales are up, I think, nearly two thousand, coach. I mean, I think it's gonna be a packed house every night. I think we we had Gene Taylor on recently. He said uh just soaring through the roof, the season ticket numbers. We have season tickets ourselves, so we will uh, we will be there cheering you guys on, and we cannot wait. So thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. Grateful for you jumping on, and best of luck this year. I appreciate you always having me on, man. Go Cats. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.